0: The following shir has been presented by Rabbi Yitzchak Grossman, Dayan at the Beis Havad, and has been brought to you by the Base Havad Halacha Center. For contract and iska draft and review, wills and estates, or other halachic services, please call 1-888-485-8223 or visit thehalachacenter.org.
1: The end of Parashat Lachlacha deals with the mitzvah of bris Hashem commands Avram to circumcise himself, his descendants, his male descendants, the males in his household. Torah says Avraham did so. It says he took Yishmael, that's called everyone born in his house, that's called Miknaskaspo, everyone he had purchased, called Zachar, all males, Banshe Beis Avraham, Avraham circumcised all those males. Avraham himself, the Torah says, Nimol Avraham, Avraham was circumcised. Nimol Avraham, was circumcised. It doesn't say who circumcised him, the Mohel, Avraham himself. This is what my mother, an English professor, would call passive voice. The bracious Rabbah, the Midrash, picks up on this. It brings the opinion of Rabbi Levi, who says, Avraham it doesn't say Avraham circumcised, it says Nemo. He was circumcised. Passive voice. Avraham <inaudible> inspected himself and found mysteriously he was mohol. Doesn't explain how. Other midrashim say Hashem sent a scorpion to do it. Somehow the midrash is saying, though, it happened not through the normal process of Riz mila, but in a way that had less pain. Rabbi Abba Barakahana said, no, here Gishvin star. That's not what happened. It happened through a normal Mila. He felt it. He was hurt. Why In order for le'akosh baruchu to double his reward, Rabbi Brachya says that, that Rabbi Abba Bar felt so strongly about this. It says akil Rabbi Rabbi Levi. He sharply criticized what he had said. You're absolutely you're a liar. Ela hirgish Didn't happen mysteriously by itself. No, it was a normal mila hirgish. He felt it He felt the pain in order for Hashem to double his reward, he doesn't address the use of the passive voice, but it's a machlokas. Rabbi Avabar Kahana says he felt plenty of pain, and Rabbi Levi says he didn't. It seems, Rameir Arik and the Mariosher, and all the later Echadim, all seem to assume that Rabbi Avabar Kahana's view is normative, that Abraham did have pain, and this was the Mariosher's main source, one of his two main arguments, for the idea that it's wrong to eliminate the pain from bris mila, he, the marriyosha was talking about an adult. Actually, it was a 30-year-old, approximately 30-year-old soldier, perhaps during World War One. He says it was during wartime who was converting to Judaism needed to have a bris mila. The question was: It was pretty daunting to have a mila as a 30-year-old. Can they use anesthesia? And marriyosha says absolutely not. He says this medrash clearly indicates that pain is desirable during mila. Pain is essential. He's, he, bring, he brings further arguments. The Chazal had anesthetic techniques. We still don't find they use them. We stu, they use them. We find the Chazal, that traditionally Mila was always done straightforward without any anesthesia. He says, and the midrash says, Tchilas Indian Mila was dafgal Chas v'shalom, he says, to innovate, to do new things that were never done before. Chas v'shalom, a in such context. Therefore, he was vehemently opposed to the use of anesthesia. He was talking about a topical anesthetic, something they would rub, a Sam they would rub on that region of the body to dull or eliminate the pain. He, would be, he might even be awake, the soldier, but nevertheless, he says, Chas to eliminate the pain, to innovate in this area, and it is prohibited. A number of later acronyms also follow the Imre Yosher and agree that anesthetic, anesthetic should not be used because pain is important. The Kajiglover. Bar Framer, and he goes back and forth on whether we have an absolute right for the Midrash, he says, maybe it's just an infant, where it's his first mitzvah, it should be done, as an adult, it's not so important, even as a child, he says, he's already done other mitzvahs, brachas, Torah, and so on, nevertheless, he says, ladina, he agrees to the Emre he says, even an adult, he says, if it's an ordinary situation, no particular health considerations, he says, if for whatever reason he didn't have a meal as a child, or a or again, he says, we should not use anesthesia. We should, be, we should follow the Mrayosher, the governor of Tarna. But in his particular case, the Kozhik lover says, where there was an element of danger, it was Mesu Nachos Mila. And he seems to have understood that the pain could contribute to the danger. By eliminating pain, we can reduce the danger. It's safer. He says, certainly in his case, we Dafka should use anesthesia. So in that particular case, yes, but in general, he agrees to the Mrayosher that we should not eliminate pain. Based on this midrash, that pain is an integral part of the mila. in, in Marche he has a tshuva where, for much of the discussion, he argues against the Mariosh, he says, Loi talking klal to invent a requirement of pain, he says, ain kal He goes on at some length, proving that there's no need for pain, mikra din chad me aposkim, no posik until the Mariosh said such a thing. Ravadi Yosef has one other opinion who, talks about pain, he brings the safer curry Sabris from, from Rav Posik, who brings Amidus Hasidus to have pain, a certain God will want it to have pain, but in general, Posik don't bring such a thing, he says, can't invent such a, such a thing, sure it's a din, no to lahatir, he says, you can't even call it a minag, he says, And Riosher's other argument that, chas b'shalom it's not a minag, because there's no halachic basis for it, he says, ain't lo kol nevertheless, he says, ladina, Bechlal, we shouldn't invent new takbulas, he says. We shouldn't invent new things to eliminate the pain in a normal situation. But in his case, he says, the child was delicate. He hadn't had a bris, he was five years old. The mother was terrified of uh, of what would happen to her child. A delicate constitution, he says, the child had. Chalila lanu we don't need to be machmer, chas v'shalom, to oppose what the mother wants. The poor mother, he says, ha-delegis she she's desperately worried about her her poor child, Isha Neina, the apple of her eye. So if there are mitigating circumstances, he says we can certainly be lenient. Mikra there's no need for pain, but in general, we, he adopts the same attitude as the Marioshir, that we shouldn't do chadashos, we shouldn't do anesthesia during Mila. Mikhil Yaakov Weinberg in the Sri Deish also says, he says that he's, he inclines to the Chumrah, the Mariosha against the lenient view of the Mar since Eliezer points out even the Mar was stringent in a normal situation, but Sri Deish also Along with the Mrayosha the and the Marcheleb and the Eritvi, all line up that certainly in normal cases we shouldn't uh, we shouldn't routinely use anesthesia because in the midrash that pain is an essential part of the Mila, and because of tradition that, that Mila was typically not done via anesthesia. Others disagree. Yibyaomer says about the Merayosher, ain't dwarum, mechuvarum, klal, hechad matinu such a thing, echoing the Marcheleiv. He says maybe they did it, the Rishonim did it. Chavivus a mitzvah, maybe it's a, it's a nice thing. He says like Avram did, even if we accept the midrash at face value, but mechateisi that it's a chiyav, mechateisi someone wants to avoid pain. Where does it say there's a chiyav not to do that? Alamachmer lahavi raya. He says you want to invent chachumra, you have to prove it. Ms. Yara Darkosh ain't a There was no need to have tsar. As long as Mila's done correctly, I'll Who said that you need pain? And the truth is, going back to the marsham, right? The marsham doesn't even discuss the question of pain. The marsham has a different issue, which we'll discuss presently. Doesn't even seem to have occurred to the marsham there should be any requirement of pain to have pain. The marsham actually was leaning to, in his case to use general anesthesia. Doesn't even bring up the question of having pain. And Radvadi himself, in his tshuva, brings a number of other major poskim that were inclined to, to rule that you don't need pain. The Chelkas we saw inspector. All seem to say that there is no such requirement to actually have pain. Rabbi Abraham, so for Abraham discusses this question. He wrote to the Sicily Ezer about it. Sicily Ezer himself is quite stringent. Sicily Ezer follows the Mariosher the and the Marche and the Sri Deish and the Eretzvi, that there should be pain. You shouldn't avoid the pain. Rabbi Abraham seems to have felt that, like Ravadia says, why do you need pain? One of the things that Sileser brings, he brings from the Kubalam from the Olo Sephraim, that it's, uh, Mesugal, it's a good time to daven when the child is crying. It helps the Philo's be better accepted. But again, the Nishmas Avraham, Rabbi Abraham says that, that Hagon, Rav Yosef Winter, says he heard from Rav Yaakov Hillel, the Rosh Shiva the Makubalim, that he looked, Shahipes Lom Matzah, Bezorah, and Makar, in the classic Kabbalistic works, the Zohar, the Sifra Kabbalah, the any Indian of Tar and the Pain, Furthermore, Rabbi, Rabbi Hillel said that the Zohar and the Tikkunah Zohar says at Tzar we find that the pain the pain of childbirth is a kapara for the sin of Chava. And nevertheless, no one says you should avoid uh, anesthesia, you should try to have pain. We do whatever we can to minimize the pain. Osim Kaltistiki, to avoid the pain, he says. Low and we should put to have There There is nothing wrong with trying to ameliorate pain that people are feeling. And Rabbi Abraham is clearly sympathetic to this view. of this normakar. Further, he says, he spoke to Roshul Mazalman and Rav Yashiv, both of whom said that if there's no danger by the use of the anesthesia itself, it would be Muttur and even achiv to use it. Adrabo, why cause unnecessary pain? You're Muttur to use anesthesia. Rabbi Abraham says, when he wrote the second edition of Nishmas Avram, he heard that Rav Yashuv said you should not use anesthesia. He went back and he asked Rav Yashuv if he changed his mind, that originally he had said it's Muttur and even achiv to use anesthesia, if it's not medically counter-indicated. Rav Yashiv told him... If the Tinoch is a little bit weak, then you can use anesthesia. Apparently, otherwise, you shouldn't. Rabbi Yashuv didn't explain how to reconcile that with his earlier statement. Rabbi Abraham says he spoke to Rabbi Yashav's son-in-law, Rabbi Yazrael Orbach, who said that Rabbi Yashuv had subsequently seen the Imre Originally, he had ruled, why not? You should use anesthesia. Then he saw the Emre Yosher, who says you shouldn't. And Yosher is a great authority. He was posseh, gadol, ma'od, and Three. Also, he says, and he changed his mind to be machmer. However, that's that's regarding a child A child, only if he's a little bit weak You should use it otherwise Not an adult, apparently, says Rebliyasha well, was mechil Even in his final position Was mechil entirely But Rabbi Abraham is clearly sympathetic to the view That there's no makar for Again, not to use anesthesia And it's perfectly okay to use anesthesia And that's the position of the Abiyah As we've been mentioning One of the first to talk about it is Marsham Marsham is matter. Is it's perfectly okay he doesn't have any possibility of. He doesn't even bring the question of pain up. He discusses a different issue. Mitzvah kavana. A person wants to make in the mitzvah of mila, so maybe he has to. Have, maybe he has to be awake. He was talking about general anesthesia, what the Marsham calls schlaftrunk. It was a drink that would knock him out. The question was, is that okay? He won't be conscious and awake during the mila. He says it is no problem. He brings a sugi and get in. The talks about if a person appoints a shliach to write a get, and then the mishaleach, the husband becomes incapacitated. Can you still, can you still, can the shliach still go forward with his shlichus? So the halacha is, if the shliach becomes a shota, then he can, then the mashalach, if the mashalach becomes a shota, the shliach cannot continue. If he becomes completely incapacitated, he becomes mentally insane, then the shliach cannot continue. If the mashalach merely goes to sleep, then it's okay, then the shliach can continue. In the case of kurdaikus, which is demonic possession or something else, he becomes incapacitated, not quite a shota, that's Machlach, Reb Yochanan, Rish says, no, that's like Shota, Rish Lakish says, that's like sleeping, Rabbi says it's like Shota, because it requires a Misa, requires an act, a certain medicine, certain treatment, to get him back to normal, Rish Lakish says, but it's doable, it's Sam Yebi he's able to do that thing, a Shota has no cure, he can't cure himself, this guy is Sam Yebi says the Marsham, echoed by Reb and Yebi everyone agrees that a Yashane is fine, someone who's merely sleeping, Mishalach, Mishalach is sleeping, the shliach can continue. So he says, this case of anesthesia wears off on its own. It's both Samia biyade and it's not or So it's exactly like sleeping, he says. Rav discusses the question of people who were drunk, which is, which is also discussed in the post But of at length, echoing the Masham earlier, say there is no problem. Just as someone who goes to sleep, everyone agrees that the, that the shliach can act on his behalf. So too, if the person getting the brishmila goes to sleep or goes under anesthesia... The shliach may continue to act on his behalf. So even if mila needs shlichus, even if you need agency to do the mitzvah of mila, it's not a problem because even if the mishaleach, the person who is receiving the bris mila, goes to sleep, the shliach can still be making the mitzvah on his behalf. Not even need nishlichus from mila. There's a famous debate in the Achronim. The marsham brings the Kesuv that you don't need Then certainly it's okay. Ravad Yosef discusses the question of mitzvah Kavana, kavana, He says that's only an issue where you're doing the mitzvah yourself, if someone's doing the mitzvah for you, he has kavana, that's fine, even if you need shlichus, he, Ravadi discusses at length the question of whether you need shlichus or not, he brings, he brings, according to many poskim, even a katan can do the milah, a cotton katan can't do shlichus, you don't even need shlichus, he says, so, because of these various arguments, that even if you do need shlichus, it doesn't mm-hmm. matter if the Mishlech goes to sleep, and we don't care if you have kavana, as long as the person doing the mila has kavana, so the Marsham and the Mreyasher say, the Masham and Ravadya say and the Abia say there is no problem even with general anesthesia, even if you're completely knocked out, then you still make the mitzvah, and therefore Ravadya says there is no reason not to use anesthesia, e- echoing the general anesthesia even even for an adult, or conclusion is Shapard dummy Lamal Ishgadel, who didn't have Amila by using general anesthesia, Gary says, this is what we've done, he says in the basin, in Yerushalayim, in the air, tough shin chaf Gimel, so this is the position of the Abiyah Omer and the, and the Marsham. As we mentioned earlier, Marsham doesn't even mention the question of needing to have pain. It doesn't even seem to have occurred to him there's any such requirement. Ravadia does mention it. As we said earlier, he rejects the Mariyasher. He says, ain't var m- 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 klal." There's no makar for it. So this is the lenient view that there's no basis to need pain. There's no, there's nothing wrong even with general anesthesia. And as Ravadia mentions in his notes, a number of other Gidolim were also lenient. Rizal Khan Inspector. Kelkas Yoav, and so on. We're all lenient, following the Marsha. Among contemporary postgrim, we've said earlier, Rabbi Abraham quotes Roshol Zalman and Arival Yashav initially as being lenient, then he says Everlyashev apparently changed his mind. The Halevi is strict about it. He says, Mikama time, you shouldn't use anesthesia routinely. One reason he says is because the mitzvah kavana, or needing to mikai the mitzvah when you're awake. He says Mikama time says that he has a mitzvah he makes a shliach, he has to be awake, and having kavana, as we've seen, the marsham already rejected this, or rejects this, also he says, pain, he brings the Chazal all over, took for granted, echoing the mariosha the Mila's is supposed to have pain, another Gemara, the Gemara the Gemara, the gemara says, you don't say, Shasimcha no at a brisk, because there's, because there's Tzara, the Yanuka. Simply could mean they didn't have anesthesia, so they, they had to have sour. It wasn't, it was a byproduct. It wasn't desirable. But again, the Mariosh or seem to assume that's the ideal form of mila. Levi is also opposed to anesthesia routinely, but he says in, in, cases where the mila is unusual, if he's a, if it's a, that, that if there's a, a case of someone older, he says, much older, an adult, or if there's an unusual mila with complications requiring an exceptional amount of tsar, then he says, certainly says cheetah, that you can use local anesthesia without any 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 qualms whatsoever. General anesthesia, he says, is uh more of an issue. He brings him Masham Masham is also Michael, so he's much more lenient when there are exceptional circumstances. But routinely we should have we should have we should not use anesthesia. One of the reasons not to use anesthesia, a third reason, so far we've seen the reason of three reasons we've seen, the reason of having Dafka having pain, the reason of Mikhayim the mitzvah making a shliak, the mitzvah. Having kavana. And the Levy says, if you can't do it, maybe you can't make a shliat. Masham you reject that. And the third reason is simply tradition. It was never done. The fourth reason the Levy mentions is, with regard to general anesthesia, he says, anesthesia is always dangerous, suffix sakana, even if it's only a small sakana, but why should that be mutter? He says, who, who allowed you to do that? The mitzvah doesn't require that. So, you shouldn't take the risk of undergoing general anesthesia. A little hard to understand post would discuss elective surgery, plastic surgery, which I himself discusses it, but many post him, the consensus of the post is to be lenient, that today anesthesia is well understood, and it's safe, and people do it all the time. We're not bid not to have anesthesia during other kinds of surgeries, so why all of a sudden, when it comes to NILA, are we, are we so uh, stringent? Other surgeries that are elective in the first place, you don't have to do the surgery, but nevertheless, you choose to do it, and then you do anesthesia. If so you're not worried about the danger, why all of a sudden, during NILA, are we so worried about the dangers of anesthesia? Unclear. But Ramosha also, Ramosha Feinstein also says the reason we don't do anesthesia, he sounds like he's talking about general anesthesia. The reason we don't do it is because of danger. He says the reason we don't do it is because low tove hatardem latinocos even for adults. They're not really good at all. They're not healthy to use anesthesia. He says, adults, we do it because they want it. They're not strong enough to 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 have a stiff upper lip and bite their bite their tongue and uh bite down hard on a piece of leather and do without anesthesia, so they want it, so we do it. It's really not in their best interest, but we do what they want. However, he says, and, we get to decide for them, we do what's in their best interest. Unless, he says, we, unless the child is going to wail so loudly he'll disturb the physician, who may not be able to do, perform the operation properly, he says... That the he'll bother the doctor, then we and the doctor will make an error, then we use anesthesia. But normally he says it's not healthy, so the best interest for the child is we don't do anesthesia, that's why we don't use anesthesia for the child, not because not because of any halakhic or religious reason, the mitzvah mitzvah but because it's not in his best interest. He says, Don't worry about Sodas and Mitzvah. Is if we don't know any reason, he says, uh, the Chachme Adar know the Seodos. Again, we've seen there are some who do worry about the pseudodos the Mariosha and the, you know, the Sicily Ezra, based on the Olal Moshe rejects all that. He says, the only reason is because it's dangerous. So, again, this certainly shouldn't be an argument against uh, topical anesthesia, and this point is made again by Rabbi Abraham. He says, according to the Grish Moshe, the whole objection is that it's dangerous. Today, there is no danger at all in the use of a topical anesthetic. It should be mutter, maybe in Renechiyah, echoing his language earlier. Once there's no reason not to, the only reason not to is danger, and danger certainly doesn't apply to topical anesthetics, then it should be mutter and even a to do use what he says. Certainly, Reb Abraham says if the mole is not so good, and he'll do it slowly. then certainly, he says, or if the father wants to do it and he's not trained and he's going to do it on his own, certainly we should use anesthesia. But again, Ramosha in this rather peculiar chuva says the whole reason not to is because of danger. So again, I don't understand Ramosha's argument. So if you do other surgeries on a child, you do any surgery on a child, should we say let's not do anesthesia because even though he'll hurt, but it's in his best interest not to have it? There apparently Rmosha would agree that you do anesthesia. I assume Rmosha would agree you use anesthesia. So why Dafka Mila did he fail the anesthesia? It's not in his best interest. Presumably Rmosha felt that the pain is not that that much, but he doesn't make that point. All he he doesn't mention anything about the level of pain. He just keeps saying that that the that he says even even an adult who has surgery says the. They prefer anesthesia because of the Tsar Gadol to do the surgery. It sounds like even regular surgeries. He's saying that for a cut-on, we should decide in his best interest not to use anesthesia. It's hard for me to imagine Ramosha really meant that when you do any surgery in a child, open-heart surgery, you should keep the child awake and screaming his head off as long as it won't bother the doctor. Hard to imagine Ramosha really meant this. I would assume he meant only the relatively minor pain of I Milo, mean, although he doesn't say this. In any event, that's the position of Ramosha, that you don't use anesthesia for medical reasons. And Abraham actually says that it should follow. That topical anesthetics, where there's no, where there's no, uh, danger, then we should use them. It should be even a mitzvah. Shavy Lady also, we've said, mentions the idea of danger. But again, he was probably talking, he seemed, sounds like he was talking about, uh, real, real anesthetic, general anesthetic, that the, that he said there was real danger, but again, he, he probably wouldn't apply that to a topical anesthetic. One last point, Ramosha, the beginning of this tshuva, brings from Rav Zalman a different reason, yet another reason not to do, not to use anesthesia. It sounds like, similar to the reason of tradition, Rav Zalman he says, establishes a general rule that we don't make any changes in the performance of a mitzvah from the way it was traditionally done, even if we have no reason to believe that the old way was better. Afilu she'im mitzvah, there's no reason mitzad the halacha, mitzad the kium ha-mitzvah to do it the old way. Brings a couple of examples. One of them is we don't do anesthesia. He says, even though we have no reason not to do it, he says this this just because Ain wrote him Shum So Rabbi Abraham quoted Rosh Roshalma Zalman as saying that if there's no medical reason not to, it's uh, you should, you Dafka should. He says that the he says he spoke to he spoke to both of them, Rabbi Yashuv and Roshalma Zalman, and they both said that if that that if it's not uh that if it's not medically counterindicated, he says that and So here, Ramosha quotes Roshul Mazalman saying, we don't do it because there is this general rule that we don't tamper with the performance of a mitzvah, even if there's no reason. I don't know how to reconcile that with, with what Rabbi Abraham quotes. Rabbi Abraham already told her that Rabbi Asher changed his mind, maybe Roshul Mazalman also changed his mind, I don't know. Ramosha rejects this, Ramosha says, no such, no such thing, that's not why we don't do anesthesia, he says, at least with regard to anesthesia, that's not the reason, he says, it's because of the health reasons that he mentioned earlier. Baruch Shalazaman apparently felt that the reason you don't do anesthesia routinely is because a general rule, similar to the Imre concern for tradition, a general rule that we don't tamper with the performance of a mitzvah. So in summary, we have a variety of opinions going back 100 years or earlier. We have the stringent view headed by the Imre going down through the Marchilev, the Sridayesh, the it's Tzvi, the Shevet Alevi, the Shevet Alevi, Tzitz and even, uh, even Rabbi Yashav, apparently, after he was choser, to agree to the Mariyosha, and even Rosh Homazalmanath, quoted by emotion that we don't do, we don't use anesthesia for a variety of reasons, because based on the Midrash, pain is an integral part of the Mila, desirable, if not absolutely essential, because he wanted to be awake, not to use general anesthesia, at least if he's an adult, to Makayan the Mitzvah properly, to have proper Shlichas, or because of tradition, or because of some element of danger, or it being, uh, insalubrious, not in the best interest for health reasons, on the, other, on the other hand, on the opposing side, we have a number of other posts who have no problem with Mila. We have the Marsham, beginning with the Marsham, said there's no problem, Iker-din, followed by Ravadi Yosef. Ravadi also quotes a number of other gedolim who felt there was no problem, Lechel Yoav, and there is the Khan Inspector. Well, nice and many, many Akron and many posts can fall into a middle a middle camp. They say that you shouldn't do anesthesia routinely, for tradition or for other reasons, but if there is extenuating circumstances, if there are extenuating circumstances present. An unusually difficult mila, an unusual level of pain, a person with a delicate constitution, or is in some danger, or, or is even, even just older according to some postkim, then many postkim will allow anesthesia. Some postkim will Mahmer, if, if he's a perfectly healthy adult, but say if he's, if there's some element of danger, or if it's a particularly difficult mila, we allow it. Other postkim will make it, even for an ordinary adult, they just assume the pain, the pain will be great enough that we allow anesthesia, although many postkim, perhaps most postkim, don't recommend anesthesia for an infant, although, once again, there doesn't seem to be any solid reason not to, and, and, there, and there are a number of around him who are lenient, even for, who seem to, again, the Marshaim wasn't talking about an infant, he was talking about an adult, but there doesn't seem to be any solid reason, aside from a general appeal to tradition, why one absolutely should not use anesthesia, even for a, an ordinary healthy infant.
0: The base Havad on the Parsha series has been brought to you by the base Havad Halacha Center. To reach the Center for Halacha Consultations, Service, Educational Seminars, or Media, please call 1-888-485-VAD. That's 1-888-485-8223. To sign up to the BHHJ the Base Havad's weekly interactive e-journal, please visit www.bhhj.org or you can email us at office at thehalachacenter.org.